BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi besties, welcome back to Trying to Care. We're just gonna dive right into today's topic. I posted a TikTok on my second account, which is at I am way hotter than you on TikTok. Um, very much a username made by an Aries, but I posted a video about the best thing that came from me losing my friends last year was this podcast. If I hadn't gone through everything I did, I wouldn't have been led to listen to podcasts and do so much inner work and the idea of making a podcast more than likely would not have been even in the back of my mind. When I posted that video, a lot of you reached out to me, commented on the video, and it's just very apparent that a lot of you are struggling with the same situation and are struggling within your friendships. So I wanted to do another whole episode revolving around friendships. I do have an episode about friendship breakups and questioning your friendships if you wanna circle back and listen to those too. Today's episode is just gonna be friendships overall. I'm gonna try and touch every base relating to friendships and struggling with them. We'll see though, we'll see where this goes. I recently have been spending a lot of time alone. I have been really busy and honestly pouring all of my attention into my work. And normally when I'm busy, I crave to go out and socialize. I'm someone who works really hard. So it's important to me to take time away from my computer and decompress with friends and family so I don't push myself too hard. But lately, I just do not have it in me to see anyone or text anyone or make any plans, which says a lot because I am one of the most annoying and needy people to ever exist. I am that bitch that will shamelessly blow up your phone, but recently, not so much. I've been spending a lot of time reflecting on the relationships in my life and trying to figure out if they benefit me, how they make me feel, if my needs are being met, and what in general is best for me. And the weird thing about that is I've never been that person to take a step away from friendships and question whether they're good for me or not because I've always been on the outside of things questioning if people even like me or if they're going to leave me. I never thought that I would be the one to decide when the friendship is over because I've always been the one to wait for it to end. I have struggled my entire life with keeping friendships because I'm a very emotional person. I have never been one to bottle my feelings up. I have always vocalized how I feel to others. I'm also confrontational in the sense that if I notice something that doesn't sit well with me or I notice an energy shift between me and someone, I'm going to be very upfront and honest about it. I've just never been someone who sweeps things under the rug. And unless you have a very well-established relationship or bond with someone, 
Most people do not want to deal with the type of person that I am. Some may call me a bitch, some may call me overbearing, but I don't think it's right to fake how you feel or not be true to your values and beliefs to make others feel more comfortable. A lot of people don't want a needy friend or a friend who's going to confront them when they've hurt their feelings. A lot of people want an easy friendship with very minimal effort or responsibility. They want to have fun and that's where they draw the line. I have never been good at go with the flow type of friendships. I struggled a lot because I was expected to just take things as they were even if my feelings were hurt and keep my mouth shut. And clearly, I am not someone who is good at keeping their mouth shut. My mouth is quite literally always open. So when I did vocalize how I felt, it was either ignored or I was made out to be crazy. And ultimately, because of this, these friendships didn't end up working out. And it's fucked up, but when you express how you feel to people, whether it's in friendships or relationships, it's almost seen as a weakness. Your genuine emotions are invalidated because the people that you're expressing them to aren't emotionally there yet and aren't ready to have those type of connections. When your ability to open up is more times than not being looked at as a negative rather than a positive thing, it's hard to remember that it's them and not you. When you're constantly being told that who you are as a person is too much for someone and that you need to chill out, it's so easy to start to feel like a burden and start feeling like you're annoying people in your life. It's easy to get in your head and tell yourself, by wanting these people to treat me right and wanting to be around these people, I've pushed them away because I'm too needy and now they don't even like me and they probably don't even want to be my friend anymore. Which we'll get into why that is so problematic and why it's bullshit and you shouldn't settle for that. But I do think it's important to acknowledge there's different types of friendships. And not all friendships are treated equally. And that might be why you're being pushed to the side and not being taken as seriously as you want to be. Unfortunately, based on what type of relationship that has been established between you and this person or people... It's going to determine how you're treated by them, the amount of respect they give you, and the amount of time and energy they give you. So you might feel really strong about them and the friendship you've built with them, but they might not be giving you a lot of reassurance because they have stronger friendships and bonds that they've built. And it has nothing to do with you, and there's nothing wrong with you. They are just putting more of their energy into other people and don't have space to give you that as well, especially if they haven't prioritized you as important as the people they're giving their time to. Most of the people that I really wanted long-term friendships with were my party slash fun friends because they were obviously so fun and always down for a good time. They were the type of people that I could text, let's go do this spontaneous thing, I'll be at your house in five minutes, and they'd be all for it. I thrived on that because if you know me I'm an Aries I'm very extroverted but what I noticed was party friends and going out friends aren't permanent and they're only around when it's beneficial for them outside of going and doing a bunch of things they don't want to get to know you they don't want to form intimate and deep connections with you my experience with these people is they will hype you up they'll let you borrow a hot outfit to go out in They will be your favorite dance partner, but they aren't loyal and they aren't trustworthy. You are replaceable in their eyes because you're just filling in as someone to entertain them. And there's nothing wrong with having these types of friendships. I still have people who I don't talk to on a daily basis and we only text if we're making plans to go to the bar or go to a concert. The issue that you run into is thinking that a party friend is more than what they are. 
I had a group of party friends who I mistook for a different type of friendship and I ended up getting my feelings hurt more times than not because they left me out a lot. They would hang out without me. They wouldn't answer my text. And to me, I was like, they're terrible people. They don't care about me. They're selfish. And everything else I was thinking, when in reality, maybe maybe a little bit, they, maybe they were a little bit, but for different reasons. But they had a different view and mindset of the friendship and they treated me based off how they saw it. And when I look back at those friendships, not only were those people party friends, but a lot of them were friends by association. The only reason I had those friendships was because we had a mutual friend who we separately had connections with, which made us friends. These types of friendships are again fun and happen a lot when you wanna be in a big friend group and you wanna feel included, but sometimes it makes you feel the opposite and you feel super excluded. Again, just not genuine friendships. There's no loyalty, you don't trust each other. And the second things go wrong between you and the friend that connected you and these people, they are going to leave so quick because they have no loyalty to you. They care about the person you are friends with, not you. And then of course, there's genuine and real friendships, which most of us strive for. These are the friendships that you don't have to talk every day or hang out every day to know where you stand with each other. You know if you need them, they're there for you without hesitation, without you feeling guilty or bothersome. These are friendships where you have set boundaries and expectations for each other, and you do your best to treat each other the way that you should in a relationship. These are the friendships where if you do start to question each other's intentions or feel a shift in energy towards each other, there's a problem. I do think it's important that you know and define what type of friendship you have with someone before you get super in your feels about how they're treating you or if you should vocalize how you're feeling or if you should cut ties with them completely. And take this with a grain of salt, regardless of the friendship, however you feel, is valid and you should always do what you think is best for you. I say this more so for your sanity. If you're expecting a text asking how you are from one of your party friends, you're more than likely going to be super disappointed because it's probably not gonna happen. It's like expecting a nice good morning text from a one night stand. Yeah, it'd be nice if you got one, but more times than not, it's just not happening. As I said, however you're feeling is valid. It's valid to expect things from friendships. We all want to feel good. We all want to have people who want us and we all have needs that need to be met. I said this in my previous friendship episode. We all have this understanding that we should be treated well in romantic relationships. So why don't we hold the same standard for platonic relationships? The same way that you would expect your time and energy to be reciprocated in a romantic relationship, you should expect the same in a friendship. And the thing that gets me is you have these friends who will tell you that you deserve better if a guy isn't treating you well because you deserve the best, but will go and treat you the same, if not worse, throughout your friendship. Just because me and my bestie aren't making out and confessing our undying love to each other doesn't mean I should be put on the back burner and treated like ass whenever they want. If kissing my bestie and doing the bare minimum that these guys do for them is what's going to take for my friend to treat me well, pucker up bestie, I will kiss you right now on the lips. And obviously I'm joking, but what I've come to realize is you shouldn't have to change yourself or bend over backwards for people to make them want you more or make them give you more. If you feel like you're giving a lot in friendships and not getting the same in return, you shouldn't question what more you can do to change that dynamic. You're already giving more than that person or people, so there's no reason for you to overextend yourself even more. Friendships should be give and take, not just give, give, give. 
because eventually you're going to wear yourself down and resent that friend. As much as you tell yourself you're a giver and you enjoy pleasing others, you're human and if your needs aren't being met, you're going to feel the effects of that. It's okay if you are a giver and you want to make people feel good. It's okay if you love to surprise your friends with gifts and you like to do nice things for them. Not everyone can do that, so you can't always expect that same effort from people, but you shouldn't feel bad or feel like you're asking for too much from people for wanting a text back or wanting to see your friends, wanting them to extend an invite to you, wanting to be supported, or wanting to be able to talk to your friends when something's wrong. That is the bare minimum when you have a genuine friendship with someone. That is not clingy or annoying or too much. Those are all things that you should be giving and receiving when you're in an intimate relationship, romantic relationship, or platonic relationship, any relationship. If you are in a friendship where you feel like you're constantly being brought down, you're expressing your needs and your feelings, but they're not being heard, you don't feel supported, and you feel like your friend doesn't like you or is talking about you negatively to other people, ask yourself why. Why would someone who genuinely loves you and cares about you treat you this way? Could you see yourself treating that person or anyone who actually matters to you that way? I was thinking about this the other day as I was reflecting on current friendships I have now and I thought, who is someone in my life that I love so much? There's nothing but love for this person. Who is someone that I would never intentionally hurt? Who is someone that I respect so much and appreciate them so much? And that person's my dad. And the reason I feel this deeply towards my dad is because I know the feeling is mutual. I am so grateful to have this type of connection with my dad where of course he's my dad, but he's my best friend. We have mutual respect and love for each other and we only ever want what's best for one another. I could never in a million years picture my dad treating me the way a bad friend would. And that's because I know his intentions towards me are always good and that's exactly what I strive for in all of my friendships now. A lot of you reached out to me and wanted me to talk about being scared that your friends are talking about you or worrying that your friends don't like you or that your friends are going to leave you. I say this all of the time and I won't ever stop saying it. If you have to think for even a second, does my friend like me? Does my friend talk shit behind my back? When I leave the room, are my friends going to gossip about me? Let that friend go. Let those people go. I understand everyone has feelings and opinions and sometimes people want to vent and maybe you got on your friend's nerve and they're they're venting about you to another friend. There's a difference, a huge difference in venting about a situation or how someone treated you or made you feel and straight up talking shit. I know because I am someone who has talked a lot of shit unfortunately and the reason I did it and the reason people do it is they have insecurities and they want to feel better about themselves. So if your friend is talking negatively about you, not venting, talking about things they don't like about you or things that annoy them about you, that is not your friend. That is someone who you put your time and energy into that doesn't deserve it. There is never a time where I think my dad is talking badly about me and you could say, well, yeah, he's your dad. And also, who is he going to talk about you to? Do not underestimate my dad. He loves to talk shit. I had to get it from somewhere. Despite his big trash mouth, I am so confident in the fact that he wouldn't badmouth me. Is it because I'm perfect and there's nothing bad he could say about me? I'll leave that up to interpretation, but we just have that type of relationship where I'm not stressing out about it. There's also friendships I have currently where I have that same feeling about them that I know their intentions and they've proven to me that I can trust them. But 
I also have friendships I'm reflecting on currently that I do question their loyalty and wonder if they're talking poorly about me. One thing that I say is if they're constantly talking shit about others to you and have more mean things to say about people than nice, then they're probably talking the same way about you to others. I say that because if they are always talking shit about people, they're one, insecure, and two, have nothing else interesting enough to talk about. So when they're not with you and they're with other people that they're talking shit about, they have to have someone else to talk shit about, which is probably going to be you since you're not there. So keep that in mind when you're spending time with your friends. How they talk about others says a lot about them and can be a huge red flag. And again, I say this because I was someone who religiously talked shit about people because again, insecure and I just wasn't happy. I had nothing else to talk about. Another red flag I noticed is friends who treat you differently around other people. Your friend might be so nice and so caring around you. They might be super acceptable and supportive of everything you do when you're alone or when you're texting, but you bring certain people into the equation and things shift. I have had friends, even the people I swore were my best fucking friends, switch up so quick when we've hung out with certain people. If you're around someone who doesn't really like you all that much and your friend is friends with them, first of all, as a red flag in itself because a friend to everyone is not a friend to me. If a bitch hates me for no good reason and you're my bestie, you better hate that bitch back for me. But in the case they don't and they're friends with them, in my experience, I've seen the way they treat me when they're around them be super different than how they normally are towards me. And they're treating you that way because they're seeking approval and validation from that other person and putting how you feel on the back burner, which is not fucking okay. As your friend, they don't get to pick and choose when your feelings matter to them. If someone genuinely cares about you, they're not going to be wishy-washy about how they feel about you or how they treat you. If you have a secure relationship with anyone, the way they treat you and how they feel about you is going to be solid and not be shaken up based on how others feel about you. This isn't Love Island. Their heads don't get to turn when someone they like better walks in the room. If someone is your friend and they're a good friend, things will be consistent and you won't have to question if they like you or if they're talking behind your back or if they're considering cutting you off because you haven't spoken in a couple days. Also, girlies who go ghost on their friends when they get a significant other, listen the fuck up. I am talking directly to you. You're being a dick over a dick that probably isn't even that good. Nothing is more frustrating than having a girl best friend completely switch up on you and the friendship because they start dating someone. It's okay to invest a lot of your time into a romantic relationship. I get that you're excited about it. I get that it's new. I get they mean a lot to you. But there's no reason why you can't maintain friendships while dating someone. Are you fucking your bestie? No? So why can't you juggle a romantic relationship and platonic relationships? Your best friends aren't making you choose between the two. Is your boyfriend making you choose? If they are, then that's a huge red flag and you should dip out while you can. No one gets this unless they've been through it, but it's such a slap in the face to be friends with someone for so long, pour your heart out to this person, spend hours texting this person, you know this person in and out, your family knows this person, And then they get a significant other and you become strangers. They stop texting you, you barely see them, and it quite literally feels like they died 
when all that's happened is they got into a relationship. Do not be that person who treats their friends like this. They don't deserve to be tossed to the side after everything you went through with them. Relationships come and go all the time. All it takes is one slip up from this person you're dating and the relationship can end so fast. And can you imagine when that does happen and you have no one because you treated your friends like shit? And if you're on the opposite side of this and your friend is treating you this way, I feel for you, first of all. But you also don't have to put up with it. You don't have to freak out on them and make it a whole thing. But it's okay for you to express that you're hurt and you miss them and you'd like for them to balance their relationship and your friendship. And if they can't do that, then they don't deserve to have a friendship to come back to when that relationship ends. People pick and choose who they want in their lives. And at the end of the day, you can't force someone to give you the love and energy you keep giving to them. With all of that being said, I want to talk about when you finally come to the realization that you've had enough of friends treating you bad and you decide what your next steps are and what's best for you. I think a lot of people, myself included, let their ego get in the way when people treat them bad and their first instinct is just to cut people off and stop talking to them. When someone hurts you in a way that you can't even comprehend because you know that you could never do that to them, it makes you want to shut down and forget the relationship altogether. Rather than sitting down and confronting someone and explaining why something hurt you and what you need to have this be resolved, move forward, it's much easier to push that person away and block their number or block them on social media. But if this person that has hurt you is someone that you care about and you want them in your life, which you probably do, otherwise you wouldn't be as hurt as you are, they deserve that conversation to resolve the issue, no matter how shitty they've been. You should give them the benefit of doubt that they don't know they've hurt you and they don't know the damage that's been done and you owe it to yourself to give it a fair shot and see the situation through to see if it is a miscommunication or to find the closure that you need. If after you express your hurt, they invalidate it or they ignore it, then you can decide how you want to move forward, whether that's with them or without them. And maybe you're not ready to have that talk yet. Maybe you're not good at confrontation or you're unsure if you even want to have that conversation with them. Sometimes you just need space from people. If someone isn't making you feel good, it's more than okay, if anything I recommend it, to take a step away from them and see how you feel. If you feel better not talking to them or not hanging out with them, that's going to tell you, okay, maybe I do need to have this talk and things need to change or the friendship really won't work out because how they're treating me really did have an effect on my mental health. And when you do have that conversation, things might not change and they might not agree with how you feel or understand why you feel that way. And that's okay. They don't have to. Just because they don't get it or don't think they did anything wrong doesn't mean you have to put up with it. Also, I want to make a note that if someone's treating you differently than they once did or things just seem different between you and a friend, you don't have to hate them. It doesn't have to be a hard falling out. Sometimes people grow apart and they grow in different directions. If you and a friend aren't clicking the way you once did, it's okay to recognize that and allow that growth. It doesn't mean you did anything wrong. It doesn't mean what they're pursuing now is better than you or what you're doing. It just means that you two are in different places in your life and it's time to explore elsewhere. If your friend is meant for one thing and you're meant for something else, you can't force a relationship with that person if it doesn't work for them or their life at that time. 
you can't force anything onto someone. And I know it's hard to hear and it's hard to let go of things that mean a lot to you because you've formed an attachment to it, but it really is when one door closes, another door opens. And you two not working out means nothing more than it didn't work out and better things are coming. It's obviously easier said than done, me sitting here telling you to let go of people that don't treat you the way they should and telling you that you deserve better. I know it's really hard to come to terms with letting go of a friendship that you've had for a really long time or has meant a lot to you. But if you hold on to people who don't treat you right, you won't have any room for the people who do want to give you the time and energy you've been asking for. If you focus so much on people who ignore you or lie to you or push you to the side, that's all you'll attract because you're not looking for what you want You're only looking at what you don't want. So let's say you're listening to this right now and you're like, Ashley, you're so right. I don't deserve to be treated like ass. If I wanted to be treated badly, I'd go back to my shitty ex-boyfriend. But if I decide to end the friendship and go my separate way for my friend, I'm going to be sad and it's going to suck and it's going to be hard. So what do I do? And I'm so happy you asked because I have had my fair share of friendship breakups. I went through the absolute worst one last year and lost multiple friends. And it genuinely affected me and my mental health and my day-to-day life for almost, I want to say like over six months. And I'd be lying if I said that you get over it quick. Just like a romantic breakup, losing people is hard even if you're the one who decides to end things. If it doesn't hurt, You didn't care or love that person as much as you thought you did. When you end things with anyone, you will grieve. Yes, there's things that you can do to distract yourself, but when you're going through something traumatic, when you're going through something difficult, the best thing to do, in my opinion, is to be alone. You need to take a step back and assess what happened, why you're feeling the way you are, how things got to where they are, and instead of putting all of the blame on your friend, Ask yourself if you played a component in this friendship not working out, and if you did, how can you work and improve on yourself to be better in future friendships? One of my biggest things when my friends and I stopped talking was I wanted to put all of the blame on them. I wanted to be the victim. I wanted to be able to be upset for good reason, and I didn't want to accept any responsibility. But the truth is, Sometimes relationships and friendships end up not working because there is miscommunication between you and the other person, which means it's not just one party in the wrong. So taking a step back and acknowledging that you could have played a part in the falling out and you aren't perfect will one, make you less angry about the situation and less angry at your friend, and two, make you want to do better for yourself and others. Take time to reflect on your friendships and figure out what it was that you wanted and didn't get and what your deal breakers were, but also what were things that you really liked and what are things that you would love to have in friendships moving forward. Maybe you really liked that one time you went thrifting with your friend and after that time your friend never wanted to go again. Yeah, it sucks that they didn't want to go after that, but you know you enjoyed it and you would love to make friends who also enjoy thrifting and will be willing to go with you often. Just because this friendship ended and didn't work out doesn't mean every friendship moving forward will be the same. Once you walk away from things that you don't want and you become confident in the things that you do want and the kind of people you want in your life, there's nothing stopping you from finding that. You have the power to attract people who are like you and like the things that you like if you are willing to be open and honest about what you're looking for and what you expect. Don't allow the hurt from your friendship ending 
carry into new friendships because what someone else did to you or how they made you feel has nothing to do with someone new. It's not fair to not give them a clean slate based off how someone else treated you, especially when they don't know that person or have any connection to that person. Allow future friendships to grow organically and be good. And I'm not saying that the second your friendship ends, you're going to find your next bestie on BFF Bumble. I also feel like I've heard a few sketchy things about BFF Bumble, so maybe don't try that. But you might not meet anyone right away, especially anyone that meets the requirements that you want in a friendship. It's important that you take the time, like I said, to reflect on what the fuck just happened and how to prevent that from happening before rushing into a new friendship or friend group. You need to be patient and not rush to find someone just because you're lonely. If you do that, you'll end up in the same situation because you settled for someone who, again, doesn't care about you. I say this all the time, but it's better to be alone than be lonely with shitty friends. So spend time alone and figure your shit out and figure out what you want. Your best bet to attract the right type of people is being yourself wherever you go. When you are who you are at your core and you're not trying to please anyone and you're saying how you feel, you're doing what you want, you're being you, people who like you will gravitate towards you. The more you you are, the less you need to put on an act and do things to be accepted around people. When you attract people who like you for you, the only thing they will expect from you is you being yourself. They'll like you for you and they'll want to spend time with you because that's who they wanted to be around from the beginning. People struggle so much with letting their guard down and they want to be accepted by others because they let their ego get in the way and they worry so much about being liked and worry so much about being judged. But at the end of the day, even if you were to pretend to like something to impress someone, if that person doesn't like you, they're still probably not going to like you even if you agree with everything they're saying and you do everything you possibly can do to fit in with them. Like think about someone that you don't like or haven't liked in the past. It doesn't matter how pretty they look that day or how funny they are. If you don't like that person, anything they do is going to annoy the fuck out of you. Like they make a funny joke and you're pissed about it. You know what I mean? So don't worry so much about people who don't like you because if they don't like you, they don't like you. So you might as well say screw that and just be who you are because it's much cooler and it'll show others that it's okay to embrace who you are. And it'll attract the right kind of people who are like you and you'll end up making genuine friends. I'm going to end today's episode here because I'm looking at the recording and I can see it's long as fuck. I think I covered everything that I wanted to cover today. Anything that I missed or didn't talk a lot about would be in my previous two friendship episodes. One is called Are We Even Friends? And then I think the other one is called Friendship Breakups or toxic friendships I can't remember Um, but I also have an episode about pick me's and girls girls where I cover friendships a little in that too so if you didn't get everything you wanted to hear in today's episode go listen to those I hope you enjoyed today's episode thank you to everyone who messaged me and expressed how they were struggling with their friendships it really helped for today's episode if there's ever a topic you want me to talk about please send me a DM on Instagram at trying not the number two care podcast or at Ashley Corbo. That's my personal, but that's all for today. If you could give try not to care a five-star rating on whichever platform you listen to it on, if you could share it with your friends, it would mean so much to me. 
Also, keep an eye out because I will be doing a giveaway soon, but that's all. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I love you so much, besties, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.